Lieutenant Blanc, a man who does not waste time. You arrived here at 4 p.m. and 12 hours later, you are climbing out of a tunnel. Remarkable. Remarkable. young indie fans and soundtrack enthusiasts and welcome back to another episode of the indiana jones universe a podcast in which we learn more about the character of indiana jones exploring other content in the indiana jones universe as always i'm will and i'm max and thanks for joining us for episode 20 in which today we're doing yet another soundtrack review here on the podcast as we're looking at frederick talgorn's score to chapter 8 Trenches of Hell of the Young Indiana Jones television series, uh, and we've been talking about Trenches of Hell for the last couple of weeks here. Uh, we looked at the actual episode itself two weeks ago, and then last week we looked at the book adaptation, which was a very interesting adaptation that had a lot of similarities, yet a lot of differences to the episode itself, and uh, that inspired us yet again to talk about Trenches of Hell, and we're going to look at the score to this episode. Now, we did our first ever soundtrack review. Obviously, we've been raving about the soundtracks for weeks now, ever since we've been talking about Young Indy. A very underrated score. And we're going to basically do the exact same thing we did for our film score review episode for Ireland and London 1916. We're going to be following along with youngindianajonesmusic.com, uh, a brilliant website a Young Indy fan created. Uh, obviously, we mentioned that there is released music that you can get on CDs and cassettes that were made in the 90s. Uh, but also, if you've played any of the video games or uh, if you have the DVD box sets at home, you'll notice in the interactive bonus discs and documentaries, there's also some music in there. And uh, this young indie fan uh, realized that you could actually get access to these music files and basically kind of create your own unreleased mini Young Indiana Jones soundtrack. So uh, although Frederick Talgorn's score to Trenches of Hell is not fully available on any of the CDs, uh, there are a lot of tracks used throughout the Indiana Jones universe, basically, uh, and we're going to explain how you get access to these uh, files that you can use for personal use only, and also uh, just the same thing we did in terms of talking about the scene in which the music plays. We'll play samples of it so you can follow along with the discussion. We'll talk about the tone, uh, the characters, the uh, kind of music theory behind it, and all these sorts of things. So uh, we're excited to continue doing score reviews. We're going to be doing a lot of them over the next couple of weeks, uh, so let's just get started, shall we? Yes, we shall. So we start off with a well it's one of my favorite tracks called book fight or also known as lieutenant moreau takes command from right. lego indiana jones the video game right now this also is available on youtube which is really easy so yes. um young indiana jones which is what we're following here explains how to get access to all of these unreleased tracks but they're also posted on youtube yeah so that's the easiest way to access these files so we're going to be playing samples of this music today and if you go actually on our website if you go to young indie score uh, that's on the links page of our website if you go down there you can find all 11 of the tr unreleased tracks for trenches of hell which is the total number of tracks in this episode that you can listen to again none of it's officially released but since the music has been used in other sources and other areas uh, therefore, there is some unreleased music we can listen to. So, Book Fight slash Lieutenant Moreau is the first one uh, that we can listen to. And this is an interesting track. And the one thing I think I noticed with Talgorn's score... And by the way, this is the only episode that Talgorn scored for the series. Yes. He did compose an unused score for Paris 1908, supposedly? Yeah, supposedly. But we're not sure about that. Also, if you uh, go to some of the documentaries and um, other things... the On the box set. Right, on the box set. Uh, the composers are actually a little bit different than on youngindianajonesmusic.com. So who actually scored some of these episodes with this unreleased music is still kind of unknown and has changed based on this re-editing that's going on. Yeah. So 
for now, supposedly, Frederick Talgorn only composed one episode, which is Treasures of Helen. I think the big thing that we noticed is really, the main theme here is kind of suspense. Yes, it's, I mean, unlike, well, it's a little bit suspenseful, but it's also very mysterious. Very, yeah. very mysterious. Unlike um, Joel McNeely and uh, Lawrence Rosenthal, he is more mysterious, as where they are more suspenseful, and they right. do have some mysterious, but... Talgorn's thing is more mysterious and a little bit of suspense thrown right, in there. I mean, if you look at this first track here, we have this swelling fade in almost. It has this really minor sound and almost kind of this grainy, faint sound. And you talk about that right. mystery. This is when Lieutenant Moreau is actually taking control of the Belgian army. He's like, well, Jackson's... now I'm in charge. Even though we don't agree, Right. You Even still though Indy, Corporal de Fonce, as I like to call him, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, is trying to take, you know, he's trying to stop the book fight. And they're like, we don't care about your orders. You're not in charge here, right? It's Lieutenant Moreau who's really in charge, and that's when he comes, steps right in, and sees this book fight going on. And the tension, too, is really what's kind of building here, because uh, the violins and some of these brass instruments have this kind of minor fade-in that I was mentioning before. And again, this is five minutes into the episode, and also, the first thing that you notice through this first section here is Talgorn really likes to use a lot of brass instruments. And yes. you talk about the suspense of the war, that needs to be communicated well into the music, and so for this being one of the first scenes in the episode, this track is very interesting. And I noticed that Talgorn really likes to use a lot of brass with strings as the background accompaniment instead right. of uh, what Joel McNeely and uh, Lawrence Rosenthal do where they right. really have the strings as the front and occasionally will bring in like a brass solo or right. a woodwind solo. And I completely agree. And we see that as we go throughout this track. And that first part was kind of the opening. And as we tr kind of transition throughout this track here, uh, this horn theme starts. Yes. And we have some faint... Um, kind of string tremolo almost, and it's very, very interesting, and this symbolizes him taking command. Yes. And one of the things that I thought about here is it has that dark feel. It has right? that really dark tone, dark feel. Like, I mean, it really symbolizes how bad the trenches are. And right, and that's so important in an episode like this. Very war-heavy, very realistic in terms of historical accuracy, and you add this music, it makes it even better. Right. It makes it awesome, actually. Right. It sounds really cool, and kind of comparing and contrasting this to something that we saw. I mean, think about Ireland, Lawrence Rosendahl. Right. This is completely different. Yeah, this is I mean, totally different. I mean, this is a completely different, and you'll see as we play some of these samples of these tracks, and I the mean, tensions I... are high in this scene, and I feel like that's really communicated well through this next session of the music as kind of it gets more and more suspenseful as the track goes on. And I just cannot get over the instruments they use in this section because, you know, he chose these instruments for a very specific reason. Not right. just because, oh, well, this is what I had on hand. Right! <laughs> <laughs> you know, he went probably, who knows, to some warehouse and, you know, right. picked out these specific instruments. Right, like, really went in depth. And, you know, we talk about that hundred-piece orchestra. We talk about John Williams' authenticity. We talked about this in one of our previous podcast episodes. Is even some of these little instruments... 
and like these, a bell or right, something some of these like background that. noises that are just in there that almost kind of act like sound effects. Right. It's really, really important. And that's what happens here as we transition into this kind of third final part of this track, which is only about a minute and 30 seconds. But then the woodwinds come in with this theme. And the it gets, horns and the woodwinds. Right, right. And it gets even more spooky and suspenseful. Or but dark. But yeah. You, what sounds really cool is this big finish at the end. The big finish. It's which, very important. Yeah, I mean, it's very mysterious and very dark. And the darkness, you know, kind of symbolizes, like, Lieutenant Moreau is not going to take any messing around. He's like, you're messing around, you're dead. Right. I mean, which is true, but, you know, <laughs> you know, and that, the big finish kind of indicates, like, the episode is getting really dark really fast. track was probably one of the most suspenseful in the entire episode and that's saying something considering this is one of the first tracks in the entire episode and it already has you on the edge of your seat you know it's that suspenseful mysterious tone that's the theme that we're going to hear throughout all of these tracks and the second track is to the battle which is available actually from Talgorn's website however all 11 unreleased tracks from this episode are available on a youtube channel called young indie score and Great we actually channel. have a link to that uh to uh, that channel in our website. So if you go to our website, uh, which is linked in the description, and if you go to the links page, we have a lot of links for you uh, that are kind of related to stuff we've talked about on the podcast. And so all 11 of those tracks are there, which is really, really awesome because uh, it is really great that someone out there has been able to post all these unreleased tracks. So they're easy to get to. But in case you were curious, that's coming from Calgorn's website. And this actually we played uh, in one of our previous episodes. And this starts with the drums and the percussion. And now we started going to realize that the percussion instruments are actually very important in this track as well and just all his music. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we start off with these snares, kind of like right. dun, 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 you know, right. kind of symbolizing that they're marching and they're about to, something is about to happen. It's right, and this very, is kind of the opening to the episode. Right, it sounds very horrifying and <laughs> very suspenseful and mysterious. Yes, and also, too, this loud horn theme comes blaring right at the beginning. Right. And I love that. Right? It's perfect. The first and, time I watched this, I was like, oh, I jumped out of my seat. Right, you know? exactly. And, and which was... is really, really interesting. And it gets super loud. And this kind of symbolizes the battle has begun. Right. And this is one of the most interesting tracks and really has a unique, distinct sound. I just can't get over that horrifying sound that it really keeps you on the edge of your seat and then there's those horns as you said and right. you know it really symbolizes that these people are putting their lives in danger for our country right, right it's kind of the main theme of the trenches itself just that location and the setting which is i thought interesting that they he used the music and the sound editors by the way did a great job i'm curious as to if they won any oscars or any sort of awards for this show in terms of the music and the editing i know i know there were some emmys as well but even the sound editing and mixing here is really well done because 
The music needs to also not only go with the characters, but it goes really well with the setting and the locations in there. And this is when we transition into this interesting theme that actually is kind of progresses into different sections and different tones. And the violins actually have this kind of sad, yet almost exciting entrance. And it really kind of has that record kind of grainy sound, if you know what I mean. Yeah. If you listen to that. Um, and you'll know that, probably wondering that the quality changes in this track. You'll notice as when you play the sample here, and you'll notice this on the YouTube on YouTube as well, and that is because the availability of Young Indie music is very, very low and is rare. So sometimes you can't always get the best quality, and that's why the middle of this track has actually been edited together to form the full To the Battle from Talgorn's website, and the quality is a little bit lower, but hence, it's Young Indie music, so we're not complaining. Yeah, I mean... And it's really, really interesting, and this track... I think is really interesting because each kind of section communicates the more gradual progression of Indy and the Belgian army in the trenches. And Talvorn really, this is where he uses strings instead of brass. He's mainly using the strings as background for most of the episode. Right. But this is where they're in the front ground, and really there's nothing in the background. It's mainly just right, a big exactly. string and, thing. And that transition, too, was real quick. And that's right. what makes it suspenseful. Now, the third part of this is interesting because I actually wrote down and thought, is this kind of a reference to Temple of Doom? Yeah, because, because it has that little vocal part, right? Right, and there's some choral sections here, and... If you remember, Temple of Doom was very dark. It's that was very, the whole point yeah. of the movie. George Lucas wanted to make it a dark movie, obviously. Dark, all death, around. all that. The Temple of Kali, right? Death, darkness, all that sort of stuff. Was Talborn trying to replicate that John Williams style? And since this was already a mysterious, suspenseful episode, is there some correlation there? I'm curious, but this definitely had some Temple of Doom references. And then the horns lead into this kind of last section here that's more mysterious and it kind of symbolizing sacrifice right. and death a little now, bit what i found interesting about this section here is i almost kind of took note of this that Talgorn to me doesn't actually have necessarily a spooky sound i think it's more mysterious than spooky because when you look at some of the music that i if you remember in temple of doom and just some other things that are you know more dark i felt like this was actually a little bit more mysterious i mean especially right. with the violins here just you never knew what was happening next and, and and that's what i thought was interesting about this music right i mean there is a little bit of darkness there but it leads into a bigger mysterious theme throughout the entire episode was very very interesting and what i really actually found interesting about the title is it's called to the battle but as we get into this section here at the end it almost felt like 
we were moving away from the battle a little bit. Right. Which I thought was interesting. And then it, the next track uh, that we can... It leads perfectly right. into our next track, which is Flames of Horror, or Flamethrower. Right, which... that's another name for it on YoungIndianaJones.com. This is also available on YouTube. It's from Lego Indiana Jones as well. And what's interesting is we have this horn fade in, and it's right. coming in and out, symbolizing that... The Germans are getting closer to the trench. Right, but they don't. The Belgians and the French don't know that. Right, and remember, this is the scene when Remy is looking out, and he's like, "What is going on?" He notices that huge foggy area across no man's land. Right, and this is interesting because it gets closer and closer. There's lots of background noise. All these small elements of different instruments come together to almost make kind of spooky sound effects. You know, yeah. and that's what I thought was very interesting. It feels. Just like a sneak attack, which is really interesting. Yeah, and it's really, you know, mysterious and all that stuff. And it really, I don't know if it's it's not really suspenseful as much as it, as it is mysterious here. But you know, something I really like about it is that, you, as you said, the horns are kind of like, you know, it's right. kind of like a little this bit weird the, fade in and out technique. Yeah, kind of like it. They they play a big note and then it sustains out and then they keep right. doing it. And, you know, from a little bit of before, the previous track, as you said, the horns faded out. So it kind of is like it's continuous of the same track because they play back to back in the episode. But, you know, it kind of symbolizes they don't know what's coming and they're going to be in for a big surprise. track is very dark and it really symbolizes exactly what's happening in the scene of this episode because remember this is when that one guy doesn't have his gas mask right and, and he's like indy give me yours but... right and also they don't know what's coming and it, it really symbolizes how horrific the trench is worth this time and you talk about leading into part two of this we have this low bassoon sound which sounds really awesome i think it's a bassoon and th it does this fade in and out just like the horns did previously which is really interesting and then there's some harp notes, which is really interesting. I like that. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting because, you know... I you wouldn't think of the harp as a very... That wouldn't give you that suspenseful tone. Now, I have a question for you. This is a little off topic. Is a harp a string instrument or would it be considered in a different family? You know, it has strings. Yes, I but... think it is part of the string. I mean, it is kind of on its own. It obviously is a string instrument, but... I think it is kind of a little bit on its own. You're talking about a full orchestra that's going to be in there. But, yeah, I mean, you're talking about violins, violas, cellos, basses. Harps are string instruments, but it's kind of like a guitar. It's on its kind of own. Yeah, but uh, it's I kind thought of like it a piano. I mean, it has pedals, too. But right. it's just, it has that cool sound. It does. It really does. And what's interesting about it is the fact that they used it here. You wouldn't think of the harp as giving you that idea of kind of this spooky trenches of hell type feel. And it's almost as if they're being watched. And you know that that's happening with these low notes and this really kind of mysterious tone that we've been talking about. And it almost kind of sounds like a voice, if you know, you know what yeah, I mean? Like there's like a little alien voice there. And you there. know, what I found is interesting throughout this entire soundtrack, you talk about how horrific and historically accurate and awful World War I was. The music pairs perfectly and actually sounds really cool, but also kind of conveys how bad the trenches were, but is really still very reminiscent of what is actually going on in the episode. 
And Flames of Horror is one of those tracks that is really, really interesting. And it really has that low, kind of mysterious tone that we've been talking about. And the next track that we have here is Lancers of Death, which is an interesting title, actually. And this is, has this uh, brass theme that we heard that comes back, this French horn theme. But it's a new variation. It's a new variation. It's a new variation. And now we start noticing that the drums have a very important part. The, the percussion instruments here really give it a dramatic feel. And it almost kind of ends with this kind of exciting finale, in a sense. Yeah. And Lancers of Death is also on YouTube. It's only about 47 seconds, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And it's very interesting just because the entire track itself kind of really communicates that one scene in the episode itself. Right, and, you know, it kind of is symbolizing, it ends with this big finale, right, which I find to be very interesting why they added this finale, right? Because right. it's like... It doesn't really kind of go with... It, it's almost kind of a juxtaposition of all the stuff that we've already heard. Right, but right after the big finale, we see them, they find the German tunnel. into the tunnel for this next section of the episode we also have music that pairs perfectly with it the next track is suspense another track from lego indiana jones um but this is also available on youtube and talgorn's website so there's a lot of places to get this track it's about two minutes and actually it is the full score to when they're in the entire tunnel scene right it's, it's the full thing and actually on that youtube channel that we were mentioning uh it's actually an isolated score in which you can actually watch the actual scene happening with the music right over it. He put out the sound effects and just put the music over it because it actually goes perfectly over the episode scene itself. And this is an interesting part. We start with the flute and the clarinet gives it that suspense feel, right, as we've been talking about. And just when they enter this tunnel, it sounds really cool despite the kind of sound of fear. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really has that sound of fear, right, because they're going into this tunnel and literally there are German soldiers yards away. Yards yeah. away. And, and they don't know that. They Exactly. I mean, you Which know, literally goes exactly with the title and gives you that ultimate feel of suspense. And that part always keeps me on the edge of my seat and then we start with this little ambiance it's right. really like this very you know very quiet it's this ambient sound right. right and the horns kind of communicate the drama and the fear of the scene and remember this is when indy goes up takes his bayonet and literally just kills the german soldier right, right in front of us with that surprise horn it goes Burr. right exactly and, and we're like and then it fades out 
right into that more suspense, and then the drums are always present. And remember, this is when the entire thing is the entire tunnel is lined with grenades. Yeah. And the drums and the percussion instruments really continue that feel of suspense. And what's interesting about this track is it really kind of progresses well with every step that they get closer to the other side of the tunnel. And this is probably one of the most interesting tracks in the entire soundtrack because it really communicates the fear. This one, to me, when I was listening to this, this is the one where I felt the most fearful, I think. It's just because it goes perfectly with the scene, right? Yeah, I mean... And, which is interesting, and it almost... The horns really represent the Germans. And if you remember, that's exactly what John Williams did in Raiders. If you remember, any time Major Tote or Belloc would come in... He would have those, you know, German chords on the horns, you know, right. and you would hear those right on the seventh degree or whatever, and you would always hear that. And the same thing happens here, and, you know, we talked about that kind of potential reference to T Temple of Doom, and now here, with the horns representing the Germans, it seems like Frederick Talgorn is throwing in a little bit of hint to John Williams' music, which is interesting. And in the second part here, the cellos actually have an important theme, and the reoccurring themes come back in different parts of the tunnel as they move throughout it, and it has this really big, grand, loud finish. loud finish really kind of leads into our next track main title which, which is actually happening right in the transition between the first part of the episode and the second part of the episode right and as you know these were aired back to back so it was it kind of actually fits really perfectly right and it's almost kind of a medley actually and i think they used some of this in the second half when it was originally supposed to be for the first half because it's called main title and it was actually supposed to be for the first part now what is interesting about this is we have this fade into the violin, and then we have this big drum and horn theme and this large right. sound, you know? And it's it w kind of welcomes us into the setting, almost. And this right. is when Indy is captured, remember? And he sees Emil, if you remember. That's what's happening in this episode, right? in this part. And that's very interesting. And it's almost very subtle, which is interesting. It, it, it's really, really interesting. And, and the sounds are very interesting as well. And you'll notice... The instruments in Talgorn's tracks don't always sound like a melody. No. They sometimes sound like sound effects and just specific elements of music. 
and you know those strings and drums really kind of give it that suspenseful feel and then they you know kind of fade out but then all of a sudden it's like no it's not the end of the song all of a sudden we come in with this kind of big entrance right, right. with these violins and the woodwinds and this is when we see the soldiers right and it's really interesting because what i thought is always interesting is there's different thematic elements when we see different things on screen and that's What's very interesting about film score composing that we don't really talk about enough when we talk about this music, but when you hear different instruments and when you hear different thematic elements that are new and change, like you just talked about and mentioned, this is a complete change. Right. It's and that's totally because, different tone than the first part of this, you know, song. So right, and that's because we're seeing something completely different in the episode, and the music really works well gradually as the episode and specific scenes and characters do different things as we move on. The horns and strings really end here, and then they start with these woodwind theme, right? And then it's kind of this beautiful flute and a cello, and it's a much lighter tone than it has right. been for, you know, the rest of the... And the, this is an intriguing track because it's not very action-packed. No, it's not. And we not. think of Trenches of Hell as a very action-packed, oriented episode, and so to have a different change in music, it's almost... It grabs your attention almost. Right. And that's interesting because you wouldn't think of something that's not action-packed to grab your attention. Right. But, but it grabs your attention because you haven't seen it before. Right, because the entire episode has been action-packed. Like, in previous episodes uh, that we've talked about, most of it is not action-packed, and when we right. have an action-packed song, right, like for all example, of a sudden, ooh. But here, it's right. much different. Percussion instruments come back and lead out of this here as this conveys almost the sadness of war at the end here. We have the cello theme here and it's very provocative. Remember, with kind of the scenery that we're seeing and all this different type of stuff, you notice that the music reflects the episode. And we've been talking about this as well, but what I like about this track is this track seemed to be the one that had the most variety of instruments so far. And also, too, it sounded really cool. I, yeah. I like this track. It's one that you can kind of listen to on its own that goes with a lot of different parts of this episode and lots of different types of things. And especially right, this is right when he sees a meal at the beginning and these different types of parts of the episode. leads right into the next track now's our chance an unreleased track uh which actually the title is very clever um from whoever created young indiana jones music.com because this actually is a quote that indy said if you remember he says now's our chance let's go when he talks to emil and remember bombs start falling in the city and kind of 
everything breaks loose. Right. And so they start running, and they jump into that crater. Right. They dive into the crater to basically take shelter from everything that's happening in the city. Right. They're and it's a lot fire, more action-packed-oriented in this time. And what's interesting, too, is it continues to kind of be an important part of the scene, this music, because... Remember, there's not much dialogue here. Right. So the music is really what you're hearing, and the cinematography, too, these different angles of them running to the crater. And then the music, I think, is really, really interesting, and it definitely is a complete contrast. Now it's a little bit more action-packed and definitely has more of a heavy tone. And, you know, as they dive into the crater, you know, they get back up really quickly, right? Because, you know, stuff is starting to die down and they're like, we need to go after everything has died down because they're like, if, and, you know, Emil's like, what about the guards? But Indy's like, oh, the guards will be dead. And so we hear this different action theme as they're trying to run away and escape from right. the town and anywhere but the Germans, right? And they have to dive into another crater and it just happens to be that the crater was totally filled with Germans, right. which is what that horn theme kind of uh, indicates because it kind of like just stands still really quickly. It's just it goes bomb, and all of a sudden there's Germans, and they get captured again. And it really kind of indicates that the Germans are there. Indy and Emil are kind of going downhill from here, and right. it things are not really looking good for them. We start with the dark cello and violin and a little bit of piano in this theme here, which are symbolizing that Indian Emil are captured, right? right? And it's it's something I noticed. It sounds a lot like John Williams, you know. It does. It sounds especially like Major Tote, Temple of Doom kind of little um, section there. Right, because we saw that originally, and so I think he does add some of these classic odes to John Williams, which again we all like because we love right. John Williams, and to kind of have that sense of that Harrison Ford feel from the 80s. Right. right. <laughs> kind of, you know, it reminds us of the movies, right? Which is really, really great. Um, and this track overall is really interesting. It's action-packed, and it conveys perfectly exactly what Indy and Emil are experiencing. that harsh tone and it leads perfectly into you look uncomfortable right which is the next track which again is also the quote that captain Hines says this is another unreleased track from the staff of kings game actually which we started reviewing a few weeks ago and speaking of i think we're going to have another staff of kings uh review in a couple weeks here looking yeah. at the next level um but this track probably is my favorite from the entire episode and that's because we start with the violins and cellos we have tremolo and these loud bass notes the violins come with this extravagant theme and when Heinz enters 
the area where Captain Benny is and Indy is. You know what this reminded me of? What? When Major Tote enters Marion's bar in Raiders. Think oh, about yeah. it. Captain Hines enters and you have those loud German chords, right? on The you know, German the horns, chords. Right? And that it's very similar to John Williams. That's what he did well, in Raiders, I mean, if you remember. That. What do you expect? I mean, there's Germans in there's Germans here, there's Germans there. It's going to be similar. He probably took after John Williams, I would assume. Which is great because that's what it reminded me of, and it kind of gives that sense to this is really another important villain in this scene. by Captain Hines, you look uncomfortable, the violins start with this tremolo. And tremolo is a technique, actually. I play the cello myself. Ooh. Tremolo is an interesting technique because it is meant to sound really scary. And you, I don't, you can almost feel Captain Hines, I mean, sorry, Benny, kind of trembling almost, you know? Well, I and mean, you kind of get what, that, that sense, right? That's because what it, it's it, that's what of, trying to convey in this fade in. It's kind of meant Fade to out. be shaking a little bit, like a very shaking, like boom. Right, like this, it's, it's almost, right, like this fade in, and it fades of, out. Right. That a communicates bit, that suspense. Like similar to vibrato, but, you know, fade in exactly. and fade right. out. So. And he's, he, he looks uncomfortable, and but it has this really cool sound. Right. And as you see Captain Hines look around different areas, right, you hear this suspenseful music, and, you're, and since we know as an audience that they're trying to hide the dirt, it makes it all the more exciting to listen to. Those cellos with that dark, suspenseful theme leads into... Benny basically preventing Captain Hines from finding that they're right. uh, about to dig a 20 feet worth of tunnel. Right, and remember and this is when Benny actually winks at Indy. Right. And this section is interesting as we go from this suspenseful tone. It's almost like a little bit of a sad, interesting theme at the end. I can't figure out what kind of tone this is conveying here. It's really it's, interesting because... It's it, kind of like a sad and happy theme at the same time. Right, because, because obviously... Indy is taking charge. Well, no, he's not taking charge, but he's in charge of digging the last whatever right, you know, feet. Exactly. And, you know, then they're like, well, it's time to go. And then the song ends and with a nice fade out. Right. And this is as the strings start. It's kind of a provocative ending, right? Because it really ends kind of leaving us on the edge of, with kind of that cliffhanger, you know? What's going to happen next, which is very, very interesting. One of the reasons this track has to be one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. 
And right after that, Indy is captured coming out of the tunnel. Right. Which he thinks is a meal, but it's actually a German soldier, as right. we've seen in the episode. And then he gets transferred to Duschestadt. Right. And this track is 13 seconds long, my friends. Right. Uh, so we'll play the entire 13 seconds here. Uh, and this is this new horn theme. has the same ambient feel, right? And we see this panoramic shot of uh, Duschestadt on top of this island. Which is claimed to be the inescapable prison. Right. Which, as we will find out later, it's, is right, it's not, not now, even close to true. Now, this track is used in Staff of Kings. It's also available... On YouTube. Now, on YouTube, this is actually combined with Painful Lessons, the next track after this. Uh, but they are two separate tracks. Now, this track is only 13 seconds. You heard all 13 seconds, actually, at the beginning of the episode today, as we mentioned the quote, obviously, uh, when he talks to the commander. And uh, this is really interesting because the violins end it, and I really like that fade in in the beginning. It really has that big intro, right? Yeah, it just has that big right. It sounds really cool and it's almost kind of like Indy stepping into the unknown, you know? And there's a close-up of him looking at Duscherstadt and being like, oh good god, what's next? Yeah. So the suspense of this is just really, really great and goes perfectly with this panoramic shot of Duscherstadt. Great track, one of my favorites from the second part of the episode. Right. And as you said, it's combined with our next song, Painful Lessons. Right, which is again another unreleased track, uh, which is also in Lego Indie. Yes. Also available on YouTube. It is also in the special delivery game right. in the DVD box set if you happen to own them. They're right. available on Amazon. But right. it's uh, I've played the game once or twice, I think. It was it's very fun. And right. And the- this horn theme is a new rendition that kind of makes it interesting. And this is when uh, Indy tries to escape with the Russians. The Russians fall into the water. And remember, this is when uh, the commander is like, don't let me give you another painful lesson. And he brings out the bodies and says, this is not escapable. You cannot get out of here from Duscherstadt. And this is the track that plays with the entire thing. And this horn theme, again, this new rendition, it's quiet, yet that it gets loud. And it does seem kind of scary and mysterious. But what's interesting about this track is it does remind me a lot of what is actually happening in this scene, right? And I can almost envision... Remember, there's a lot of dialogue here. So that does have to make the actual scene and also the actual music itself kind of quiet, right? Not a lot of stuff, right? Almost kind of this minimal sound effects. And it really sounds suspenseful and even a little bit spooky as well. We start with the Duschestadt theme, and this is when Charles de Gaulle and India are trying to com- contemplate how they're going to get out of this right. prison, right? You know, with this very suspenseful escape theme, and, you know, it's it, then it dies down to a very sad, kind of very But also, dark... they finally figure out how they're going to get out. Right. As we have these bells at the end, and they turn and look at each other, only to realize that's how they're going to get out of Duschestadt. Mm-hmm. 
last tracks of the episodes before we get to the end credits is Let's Bury Some Stiffs, which is uh, also from uh, the box sets, uh, some of the bonus DVD material there, also available on YouTube. Um, and this starts with this horn theme, and it conveys that the Germans are there. And remember, this is when Indian Charles de Gaulle are actually getting transported to the site themselves, right? They have this whole plan of getting out of the coffins and escaping, and this is like, what's going to happen next, you know? And this is when they're actually getting transferred right into the trucks, right with Simon and Ian and everything. And this is, uh, this scene actually here, um, the music goes perfectly with the scene. And again, it's another one of these tracks that really actually goes very well and progresses well with everything that happens in the scene as the music fits perfectly over the scene itself. And that kind of, you know, something is not really right. We can get that from the tone of that, of all the instruments, you know, blaring and kind of like very suspenseful. And then we start with some woodwinds and bells here, right? Yeah. And it almost sounds like Harry Potter just a little bit. Really? Interesting. I kind of thought it sounds a little bit like Harry Potter because, as we know, Harry Potter is very mysterious, also made by John Williams. So right. they may have taken some of that from that. Uh, it's definitely a very epic Part of right, this. it has that heavy German theme with accents, right? Right. The strings have a major role, and again, that idea of this being an epic sound, I wrote that down as well. I mean, it sounds very, very interesting, and you know, especially considering we know that India is trapped in there, it only continues this overall arching theme of suspense that we've been hearing in this episode. And this is when they get transferred off the island, and they're in the tr they're about to go into the truck, getting transferred right to, yes. to what they think is going to be buried, which turns out to be the crematorium. Right. And as they're driving, Indy, you know, is banging on the coffin, right. and as he's doing that, uh, the the German theme starts. Right. And it also sounds a bit like Slave Children's from Temple of Doom, just a little oh, bit. Yes, a little bit. I noticed that too, and also. I also noticed this is from the Staff of King soundtrack, which we will talk about once we finish the review of the game. Magnus Voller's theme, an interesting track there. I no did notice some comparisons between both of those tracks. And this is kind of when Indy and Charles de Gaulle also are running for their life. Toward the end of this track, this is when they actually escape and we see them running down the hill. And again, this is one of the last tracks when they escape. And again, this is their grand escape. Right. I mean, this is why this track has that, like you said, epic feel and is really very, very interesting.
And as Indy and Charles de Gaulle uh, go into the German town and actually escape, uh, we have our last and final track, which is Indy Escapes slash Run. Now, uh, this track is on YouTube, some of it. Now, uh, all of the tracks you can get from Chapter 8 Trenches of Hell are available on YouTube, Young Indy Score. Uh, kudos to him, he did a great job. However, there are is about, mm, I think, 30 seconds of music that he forgot to include in the end credits. So, the end credits is comprised of two tracks. First, Indy Escapes, and this is when he is actually crossing the train tracks and actually riding his bike past the hill. And then the second half, you'll notice a lot of the end credits in the show have kind of two parts of music combined. Right. Then we have Run, which is when he's escaping from the prison. So on Young Indy Score's channel, you'll notice that he has the Run section, right? When right. he's actually escaping the prison. Which is the second part of this track. Of the here. end credits. Now, the first part, I have actually done sound editing for myself. Um, so... I'm actually going to play you some of the track. Now, at the beginning of this track, you'll notice there's some sound effects. My apologies, I could not get out all of the bike uh, sounds and all of the train sounds. I try to get it out as much as I can. Um, but again, Young Indy Music is limited, so I actually am going to play for you the full end credits, not just the second portion when he is escaping from the prison that is used in the end credits. And this is when he's riding off into the bike, and I've got to say, first of all, the reason I wanted to edit this track here is because... This is probably one of the most sad and emotional themes. That extravagant violin theme. Right. Oh, it's, it's really, really interesting. And you talk about this kind of being one long story of indie. I mentioned this to you, Max. This is this episode for me that felt like we really were following in the footsteps of Indy's adventure. We really got to feel what he was experiencing. And especially to have yeah. this extravagant theme at the end... It was like, wow, he really escaped from Dusserstadt, which was almost impossible to escape from. Right. I mean, it was dubbed the inescapable prison, right? You and know, so nobody had ever escaped before. And he's, I mean, as the corporal or whoever it was in the beginning said, I think it was the commander. He's like, if you try to impersonate a German, you will be shot. Right. If you try to escape, you will most likely die. And he's right. basically like, any way you figure out to get out, you will die. Right. Which was true in this case because, you know, the only way Indy and De Gaulle got out was through a coffin. by through a coffin. So they were Which is interesting. And, you know, again, when Indy rides off in his bike, you'll notice he raises his hand up and kind of punches his fist like, through the air yes and you that, know, you know I, I was smiling with him you know yeah. this is just one of those tracks that is just really really great uh, so this is unfortunately not available on YouTube I own this personally and I've done some sound editing to this so I will play this track for you here probably one of the best parts of the entire episode and is really kind of a great ending to the episode And the second part of the end credits here uh, is titled Run, and this is actually on YouTube this time. Uh, and this is just taken from the scene in which Indy escapes from the tunnel. Um, 
And what's interesting is it has this cello and horn theme. I love this cello theme. I'm obviously playing the cello, so I'm a bit biased, but it sounds really cool. And it gets more suspenseful as it go on, and the violins come in, and in I can just picture Indy running through the forest, right? Right. Through the forest, and it has that really cool and epic sound. It really has, you know, that big, you know, kind of like... Triumphal feel. Right, almost. like, it starts very suspenseful because they're climbing through a tunnel, and they don't want to get caught by searchlights and right. German towers with a bunch of machine guns. Right. But, you know, then it really... It really starts with that big end finale kind of symbolizing the end of the episode as well as Indy getting caught, sadly enough. But, you know, it really symbolizes the big end escape theme with a big end of the episode. ending to the end credits, that is going to be the ending to today's score review of Frederick Talgorn's score to Trenches of Hell, um, a score that I think is magnificent. It obviously has a lot of different instruments used throughout, thematic elements and sound effects that go with the historical authenticity of what's actually going on in the episode. And those Max, are... you've been talking about the mysteriousness and suspense, which, again, complete contrast to Lawrence Rosenthal and Joel McNeely's right. music. Right, and all of these elements add up to a very powerful and amazing score. I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, as you said, he uses different instruments than Joel McNeely and, you know, Lawrence Rosenthal would. For example, right. the strings of the background instead of the foreground here. Right. And... Something I really liked is he used a lot of woodwinds. For, he did. Uh, and those really what were what gave this entire score the m most mysterious feel. Right, and you were, have been bringing this up, and I think it definitely deserves to be brought up again, is this idea of mysteriousness, suspense. It's really what's being communicated through this episode and the music. And to have a score that pairs perfectly with such an intense, right, and such a provocative historical subject that's very important in history, right? Not, not one that can be taken lightly. To have a score that is this good and is this interesting and this unique to go with this historical accuracy, I don't think he could have did, done a better job with this. And I'm a little bit disappointed that he did not even get nominated for any sort of Emmy or awards. Obviously, Young Indie Music did get nominated for some of the awards, um, but this didn't, unfortunately, which I thought was interesting. I think he would have done a great job. Frederick Talgorn definitely underrated composer as well and i know there are a lot of people out there who really like his track specifically people who watch young indiana jones i've noticed uh they really start liking young indie music because of talgorn's score 
and I think he definitely has one of the more interesting ones, one of the ones that I think stands out a little bit more than yeah. the other ones. And so uh, we'll continue on. We've got more Young Indie episodes coming up soon, more soundtrack reviews. If you love the soundtracks, continue listening in. We'll play more, uh, obviously, samples, and we'll also start talking more about what happens in the actual uh, episode itself. Uh, we'll go back and look at the kind of what's going on in this score, what's happening, what are the techniques are the composer using. So if you like this score review, more will be coming in the future. We also have a special episode coming next week, uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, we're very excited to announce that, um, and we'll obviously be talking about the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles more as we move on. And that's about it for now. Uh, so thanks again for joining us. Once again, I'm Max. And I'm Will. And until next time, so, so long, Dr. Jones. Jones.